0: Big Dog Wall Talk, Mad Eichhorn, with Jordan Flegel, and uh, I think I may have just found somebody to join me in my war and my uh, discrimination against technology, especially uh, if it ever wants to become sentient. Right now, I'm uh, I'm definitely uh, getting the vibes that my friend Jordan Flegel here will uh, join me in this, Jordan. It's already been, uh, it's an early morning, yet here we are battling technology. Once again, uh,
1: and, uh, fuck you,
0: machine. Yeah, they—they ah! they, uh, they, they don't really want to give us any slack ever. Uh, so I, I was kind of figuring do. out, like, uh, if we should—maybe uh, it's—we shouldn't even let them get to the point where we can encourage them to have that kind of power over us, because uh, you know we already are kind of controlled by machines, la machinery. Uh, maybe we should just move to the woods, uh, something like that.
1: Matt, where the fuck am I? Uh, right yeah, now, you, you're
0: pretty much out in the woods, yeah.
1: I am. Um, that's why they're, you know, the, the machines, that's why they're treating me the way they are. They're like, come back, come back to our, uh, you mm-hmm. know, come back to our cities. We, we, we need to control you. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. But, yeah, we're going in blind today. I can't even see your face, Matt. I don't know how we're, how we're going to do this. There's almost um, no point for you to even do this now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, no, we'll give it a go. I mean, we can, uh, it, it's all about the uh, the... Uh, audio medium so we're uh we're set either way but this does feel weird for sure but i can i, I feel more maybe maybe we'll be more kind of uninhibited with our takes we'll mm-hmm. uh kind of really go off the chain we know no one's watching us um, yeah only listening
0: maybe uh i can role play and this can be like a, if i have a radio show and you're just a, a weird guy that called in
1: yeah uh, what do you think of uh jason tatum i think he sucks i think larry bird
0: was the greatest <laughs>
1: That's, all, that's yeah. how
0: That's how radio hosts are, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. mainly because they're all 70. Uh, it's dying medium. Uh, to move <laughs> on, though, uh, we kind of teased this leading up to uh, this episode. Uh, we talked about it a few times throughout the uh, the NBA playoffs, uh, but here we are. We weren't slacking. We weren't holding back on anybody. There's tons of uh, basketball news to, to be broken down. Uh, we're going to kind of go through the the biggest uh, trending topics uh, that, that's gone down and that has uh, you know arose a, a arisen uh, throughout yep. the uh, the NBA season uh, or I guess offseason I should say uh, and uh, you know we'll, we're, we're not going to start it off in any particular order um, so let's just go let's get them out of the way fucking Lakers uh, Darvin Ham ends up uh, kind of out of nowhere, winning the coach of the uh, the the coaching uh, job there in L A. Uh, you know, former pro uh, NBA player, undrafted from the the greatest uh, draft class in NBA history, um, and uh, yeah. he, here we are. Uh, I'm not. I'm not totally sold. Again, it's a former player, uh, and LeBron needs his former players to be his coaches. He doesn't respect, uh, you know, pencil pushers. Um, but yeah. he's not really a guy who I look at and I'm like, yeah, this guy's ready to control uh, Carmelo Anthony, Dwight Howard, Russell Westbrook, LeBron James, uh, <laughs> and that pesky Austin Reeves. Uh, this just seems like, uh, and, and I guess don't forget Anthony Davis, really, uh, but I mean, pretty yes. forgettable at this point. Um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not... I don't really think – I I was the whole I figured they would hire a big-name coach because this is kind of a big fucking deal to have to deal with the team that they've got right now. I think that this is the most unattractive head coaching job there is right now, even though you have LeBron James. Because uh, I think that this, there's so many fundamental issues right now with this team that it's going to take the front office to make some moves and you know do well in the offseason, or else you're going to be pretty much a scapegoat all, all season long.
1: Yeah, I'd be fucking like t- terrified to take over the the coaching job uh, w- with the Lakers organization right now um, because you you already know you have a problem. Like last year, at least <laughs> you could pretend like maybe the Re- Westbrook situation would work, um, and you know I I think it was still undesirable then. You know, it would have been for me uh, kind of predicting that those. You know, adding Westbrook to that fold was not going to work skill wise or personality wise. But you know now, like the the way last season ended with the the shots between Westbrook and and you know Vogel about you know when when he got benched and you know the 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 back injury from from sitting on the bench too long and uh, all the all all just the the way last season ended. I it's just like it, it's such a mess uh, over there and like. I, I I do think Darvin Ham was the best choice uh, for a lot of different reasons. I think, like, especially like someone who who played in the league like Darvin Ham did. I don't, and I just think I I don't think Westbrook will kind of have the balls to talk to Darvin Ham like that, uh, like he did Frank Vogel. I think there's just a certain amount of respect that a former NBA player gets from mm-hmm. from kind of current NBA guys, and so I think yeah, it was it was it was the right move to make, and like you mentioned too, LeBron likes his kind of not-that-established coaches, coaches that don't have their own kind of set head coaching personality. Yet so, so that he, he
0: can steamroll them.
1: Yeah, so he can steer them the way that, uh, you know, he wants to uh, kind of do things, which I think is, uh, you know, LeBron's earned that, if if anything, uh, you know, if nothing else. Uh, I, I, he's He's literally gotten championships out of, you know, first-year head coaches, so... I think that's that's that that's fine. I'm not you know judging that fully, but like that he does have to then you know if you are LeBron, like we were saying last year with the Westbrook trade that he clearly signed up signed off on, he has to like take responsibility for that if it doesn't work out. Like if the X's and O's, yeah. you know, if if Darvin Ham, Ham, you know, proves down the line that he just isn't quite ready uh, to make the you know the, the the right adjustments, you know, rotations, whatever it may be. Um, that's got to still be partly on like LeBron and all everyone who signed off on this. So, like there's there's pros and cons to to hiring a a brand new coach, but I think it was I think ultimately it was the right move for the Lakers. Um but uh it's just yeah, it, it, t- in terms of an undesirable place to go, I I just I don't know what he's going to do with 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 Russ. Like I, I I I haven't heard anything about them wanting to move him. The craziest thing, like there was a freaking article Phil Jackson I think it was uh no no sorry it wasn't even Phil Jackson it was Jeannie Buss Jeannie Buss sat down with one of the like LA Times writers or something um uh, earlier in the 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 spring or late it felt like summer but it was in the spring a few months ago now um but uh like she did this whole thing and then I think Phil Jackson said something about he would keep Russ and trade LeBron like before getting rid of Russ and so like I haven't heard any sort of chatter about them wanting to move him uh I get that he's maybe the most unmovable player and untradeable player in the NBA but like I, I don't know I just don't know what the hell they're gonna do with that whole situation because like I said you already know it doesn't work
0: yeah and and they're only gonna want to sell low on uh, on Westbrook the second he, yeah. if he if his play kind of increases and he starts being you know productive they start winning games then they're gonna start you know the, the the oh well we always knew russ was gonna pick it up we always knew he's yeah. gonna be one of the the, the nba's best uh I, i've seen ham in uh, a couple you know media like you know scrums so far and he presents himself well and everything seems good there but there's already a couple red flags for me with this team <laughs> that i'm kind of uh i'm not really sure how this is gonna end up working out uh, first thing he said he wants to diversify. Um, Russell Westbrook's offense. I don't know if Good you luck. can. I don't think you can do that. Um, like I don't know if that means that he wants to actually play make him in different situations. That's pretty much the only way you could diversify him because he can't shoot worth shit. He doesn't have the shot IQ, and he's not going to know what to do uh, in ninety percent of the situations uh, that you know would result in them yep. winning the game. He'll probably lose you more games than he'll win you at this point in his career. Uh, yep. Again, still time for him to turn that narrative around and uh, you know shut everybody up uh but you know this this past year definitely didn't do him any favors um and then the second part that and again was also kind of directed when you know he's talking about russ and uh you know the and he's talking about anthony davis as well you know him not being able to stay healthy and stuff and it's like again you can say oh yeah you got to stay healthy like you can say that all you want but i mean anthony davis uh has had his uh, his brittle brittle glass bones uh broken yeah. every season um yeah. but he, he also, you know, he I think it might have been uh, one of his first media appearances after being hired, uh, and he says, you know, it's all about the defense. Got to get the defense going. Uh, you know, we're going to have to overhaul. And it's like, bruh, why do you think they sucked last year? Frank Vogel <laughs> is all about D, and that's what yeah. they ended up doing. They yeah. ran defense with a team that has zero defensive players, and it was horrible, and it didn't work. It wasn't like – like defense isn't just something you can sp- – Speak into existence. You have to have players that are willing to actually play it. You can say, "Boys, we're gonna hustle and we're gonna dive on loose balls. We're fighting through yeah. screens. We're doing all this and that," and then they are gonna go on the court and not do it. It doesn't matter hey, Matt. what you tell them.
1: Matt, you and I know that we tried to do that with uh, that Alexandra team. We tried to, uh, you know, get <laughs> yes, instill true. a good uh, mm-hmm. defensive identity. We we just didn't have the personnel. Ethan, hey, that Ethan one didn't want to try. He didn't want to protect the rim like he could, you know, like he could have and uh... Yeah, it was rough.
0: That one kid did try to fight a guy. That was funny.
1: <laughs> it's true. It's true. Yeah, our, our team of uh, what, what 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 grade were they? Like grade five? uh, uh yeah, they six? should have probably
0: been older. I think that they just put a bunch of there wasn't enough kids.
1: <laughs> anyway, we we tried, but I, I basically I, I know exactly how Frank Vogel feels. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I was but gonna
0: say that team's definitely not exactly the Lakers, but it's pretty close. Better, much better. Yeah, <laughs> better yeah.
1: offensive talent, a better shooter is for sure. Good. Uh, dude, uh, that's safe to say.
0: Good situation. Me and Jordan actually, uh, you know, before we get too lost on there, we actually had a kid eat a full sandwich on the bench one game. <laughs> uh, that yeah. was good. Uh, yeah. Another, yeah. We could, we could, we could probably have a couple stories from that one, but uh, you know, before we get too 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 lost in the mix here, yeah. Um, I I don't really. I think again with a lot of this this ham speculation, a lot of it's just going to kind of be. Uh, it's going to be tossed up into the air. Um, we don't. We aren't going to know particularly. You know how he's going to play or how or how he's going to coach rather uh with this team until we see it um yeah. and until then i just i yeah of all the coaches i definitely didn't think this is going to be the one that's going to turn things around uh hopefully uh for lakers faithful the you know ham does uh, go ham for the uh, <laughs> on the sideline and we can see him uh, you know bring them back into the playoffs which again crazy to think that the lakers didn't even make the play in last year uh and uh, it's yep. uh it's it's a wild world we live in, but uh, it's the world we are in. So uh, you know, Darvin Ham, we'll we'll see how he is going to do, uh, and and to move on quite continuously, simultaneously from uh, what I was just saying previously, uh, with no interruptions <laughs> whatsoever from the technology. Definitely not gods. a
1: four-hour interruption or whatever. <laughs> um, definitely not. No,
0: it was good. Everybody again, smooth ship here. This is uh, this is all good. But I mean, if you guys could, you know, recommend us to your uh, your friends, check us out on social media. Really help us get our name out there. Maybe you know, maybe get us a sponsorship, and we can uh, we can invest in getting rid of some of these technological issues. Uh, but anyhow, I I, I digress here. Um, Emo Donovan Mitchell, my man, my favorite uh, character in the NBA lore that we've uh, kind of created. We're workshopping here. Uh, yeah he's he's at an all-time low right now he's got blink 182 blaring my chemical romance but uh, you know he's 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 just <laughs> vibing right now his bangs are getting really grown out i haven't seen any photos of him enjoying the summer life or videos or nothing so uh, either he's hitting oh, the gym he, he hard uh training or he's yeah he's just inside he's got those weird long sleeve uh t-shirts that have, like, you, you can put your thumbs through them, like a glove. I uh, never really yeah. understood the point of those. I remember I bought a couple shirts and I was like, oh, this, I'm never gonna wear this now, because this is embarrassing as your, hell.
1: You had your emo phase, Matt, with your, like, uh, swished over hair. You you had the, the emo phase. I was, was cool. no, that was, was more like,
0: that was more like a Bieber phase.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, emo Bieber, I don't know. If you were, if, if you wore, like, a black sweater, it was like, oh, there's Matt's emo today. <laughs>
0: true, true. I had to have some emo days, but to go past just uh, my emo and Donovan Mitchell's emo days, uh, you know, Quinn Snyder literally just quit um, <laughs> kind of unexpectedly. I think uh, I, I kind of think this one was really the Jazz were going to fire him, uh, but he'd been there so long and done so much for them. They gave him kind of the dignity to say he went out on his terms, you know, or it's, it's kind of like it's, again, it's like uh, it, it's the same thing in like pro sports as it is in like relationships. When it says it's mutual, it never is. But this time it yeah. was. Um, but yeah, it definitely wasn't a, a good ending. I don't think I'm sure Quinn Snyder pretty much knew he'd lost the locker room in Utah. And I'm, uh, yeah, I, we kind of were talking about it even before the playoffs started that we had zero confidence in this team to even pick themselves up and get together. Um, to do this, and now we're sitting here uh, with a billion and one Rudy Gobert trade locations and options. Uh, you know Donovan Mitchell's name is being thrown around there as well. Uh, you know what are you yeah. uh, what, what are you thinking here about the Jazz right now? Because things are not looking good.
1: Yeah. Hey, they got they new uniforms too. No, sh- oh, they did the Jazz.
0: They they brought back the I think the the purple mountains are back full time, and then they have these weird neon. Like green ones that kinda of look like the Atlanta Hawks ones they used a couple years ago. Do you remember that? The really bright color ones oh, that look yeah. like shit. Yeah. They they have yeah. even worse looking versions of those now.
1: Oh my god. Well, I, I like the I like the mountains though. I, I think that's cool. Oh the I mountains like kind classica, of The, the yeah. throwback. Um, but uh, yeah, Utah like the I, I'm glad Quinn Schneider just decided to uh, say, you know, that that's it because like, it, um, I don't know. I, I think it would have been just a more painful process if he was, you know, if everyone was kind of still there and then it would have been kind of weird. Like, it, it made sense that he was kind of the first domino to drop, um, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and, and the rest are going to follow. And Matt, I just, uh, the reason I kind of paused there, did we, did so, is someone from Owen Sound named? Is that not a person?
0: Yeah, there is. Okay. I, well, no, okay, but <laughs> well, no, 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 it's not. There's, there's,
1: Schneider, it's not Snyder Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah,
0: yeah. I'm sure they're not like. this I think. Actually, I think there might be. No, it's just the one. But either way, that's hilarious. That they're, there's no way that they're listening to this because I didn't no. even remember that person existed. This is not no, even well, someone me and Jordan are friends with or like <laughs> new This is just a name that you know. <laughs> he's just thrown out. This episode's going really good. Let's keep it rolling.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I well bleep I that out. <laughs> I said the name, and I was like, "Wait a minute." I anyway, okay, Quinn Snyder Um. I'm just I'm glad that he saw the writing on the wall and just said okay that's it. I mean, he just had some sort of surgery. He had some sort of like back surgery or something. Or no, he like broke his hip or something. Like he he was like uh you know it, people made a big deal about the fact that he almost never sleeps and he, you can tell he's got huge bags right. under his eyes. Remember the fucking crazy. picture the picture of him when he first started as the Jazz Head coach 8 years ago or whatever versus yeah. him now it looks like he, uh, you know, he, he was tortured for for eight years. Um, but so,
0: like, he looks like a guy that's like on Wall Street and he just lost everything. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, I know. And like he, he's, he's, he was such an important figure for turning that kind of organization around, and they they have been very successful. Um, and he's he's a great coach. He's going to have another job if ever he wants one. Um, but I, I, you know, with, with him stepping down, it, it just signals that things are going to be different. Um, but for me, like looking at it. Uh, I don't think I know. People are making uh, people are talking about it. He's, his name is you know in in rumors and around the trade conversation. Like Donovan Mitchell, uh, I don't think they're gonna trade him. I don't think that they're gonna do that yet. I think they're gonna exhaust other options first. Like they they love Donovan Mitchell in, in Utah. If um, they move,
0: if they move Donovan Mitchell before Rudy Gobert, that would be insane. Cause like, well, that, what would that's be that's the advantages? Getting, yeah. What's the advantage of keeping Rudy to
1: I know, keeping that, Donovan? And- that's where I'm going with this, uh, and so I think the best thing, the most fun thing to do, is just think of all these fake Rudy Gobert trades. Do you have do you actually have any written down, Matt, or or should I throw? You I on? don't have
0: any written down, but like I know you know, there's been quite a few about him going. Uh, you know, has the OG and an Obi because uh, yeah. that was also a name that was kind of brought up in trade talks. And again, we're we're gonna do a lot more free agency previewing uh, when we get closer to uh, you know the beginning yeah. of July. Uh, so we'll kind of talk about some of these teams, uh, other rumors we've heard. But I've heard the OG Obi going to Utah, Rudy Gobert coming to Toronto. Uh, obviously, some picks would be swapped around in there. Uh, I saw one uh, that was based on reports that like, Chicago and Utah were talking about it. Uh, and it was, I think, uh, Rudy Gobert uh, getting sent to the Bulls, uh, and it would go with Vucevic, and I think there would have to be a couple other guys thrown in there just to make the contracts work. Uh, yep. And I think actually in that the mock trade that I saw, uh, the Jazz would end up coming out of that with like a pick and Vucevic, uh,
1: okay, if okay.
0: I if I think right, it was something like that. That uh, you know the, the Rudy would uh, Rudy would cost way more than Vucevic, which I'm not even sure if that's fair. Because they're pretty much the same guy, but on like totally different ends of the spectrum.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I'm, I'd be surprised if that. I, I'd be surprised if the the Jazz swing for the fences on another center who's probably going to be played yeah. off the floor in the playoffs for a completely different reason. So I didn't even think of Chicago, but I wrote a few down. I I've heard Atlanta a bunch just in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, Atlanta. I'm
0: not sure that would be a good fit. He's so slow.
1: I know, I know. Like, I he's mean, a big he,
0: body to set screens for Trey.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, I like, in terms of the money, uh, you know, picks may be going out either way. I'm not sure where how you would weight this one. But John Collins, DeLon Wright, and Kevin Horder for Gobert.
0: It's not horrible, man. Like, I, I definitely, like, I think for Utah, it's that's a pretty good deal to get for him. Like, I think he'd yeah. probably get a first in that maybe. Uh, yeah. But like Donovan Mitchell and John Collins would be exciting. I think that'd be a think cool. That, that'd
1: be good pairing. And I like I like Wright, uh, Delon right there because he can actually play some defense. He's got some size and actually play some defense because yep. Utah's got yep. no wing defenders. Was and Kevin Herter and Kevin Herder is a pretty de- he he has the tools to be a, a good defender because of his size. He's not quite there yet, but he he's not a he's not you know a, a, a liability defensively, and he can shoot it a little bit. He's still yeah. young, so um, turn him into. Joe I thought that one too. was okay. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, I also thought, you know, maybe maybe Brooklyn goes for something. If, uh, they'd have to probably give yeah. up Ben Simmons, but Simmons and Claxton for Gobert, uh, they could do. Then, you know, the Jazz would really be kind of trading out one headache for potentially another one. But uh, same thing crazy. with the they'd last have both, one. Both
0: uh both the twenty sixteen Rookie of the Years. Yeah, it's
1: true. It's true. Uh, but like, you know, Simmons and Donovan Mitchell, that could be an okay pairing just because of Simmons. Ability to play some defense, uh, like we're saying, that's Utah is really in so, sore need of some wing defenders. Um, what uh, I've heard the Hornets too, uh, Hayward and PJ yeah, Washington. Yeah. A Hayward, they're after uh, every reunion. single center.
0: They want every center. Every center. I know. They want and all they, of them. There's then, they'd have,
1: then they'd have Gobert, Plumlee, and Harrell. They'd have uh, you know three pretty well, decent centers. On and that's
0: uh, we're we gotta push free free my boy Montrez. Uh, <laughs> could be facing uh, one to five years in jail.
1: Yes, yes there was a tweet that was like I think I might have seen it because you liked it actually that happens a lot on my Twitter but someone's like mm-hmm. those boys in Charlotte just play basketball as a part time oh, yeah. gig <laughs> yeah literally uh, they're, they're all
0: balling out man they're, they're I, doing crazy things uh, it's, and then and <laughs> yeah it's a, we'll, we'll, we're actually you know what Jordan I think it's a good segue because uh, again I think we've kind of got or do you have any more other trade
1: ideas man I'm going crazy with it well, just a few more hear me you know I love the mock trades Okay, but it's rapid fire you don't have to say anything Okay, for the Raptors uh, you know, it would it would be OG and Gary Trent Jr. would do it uh, salary-wise. That would match. What about uh, matching him up uh, with Bradley Beal in Washington? Porzingis and Kispert goes out. Gobert goes in. Uh, if Dallas wants him, I know they've been kind of rumored to be after him. Uh, they could throw in mm-hmm. Tim Hardaway Jr. and Davis Bertons. I don't know if that's enough of a haul for the Jazz. That's not very much, but, you know. A healthy Hardaway is a good defender and a good shooter. Um, what about my favorite one of all these and my last one? What if Memphis says, you know what, we want to double down on our defensive identity and we want, uh, you know, Gobert to have through the regular season. If he gets played off the floor during the playoffs, fine. We've got Jaron Jackson Jr. To, to, to play small ball five. That's fine. Uh, so, you know, they bring in Gobert. They send out Steven Adams, Dylan Brooks, and Zaire Williams. I know they probably don't want to part with Zaire Williams, but... You know, they've got enough of uh, the rest of their young core, uh, you know, and I, I think they can afford to give up those guys. And then they'd be a really, really fuck, uh, a menace defensively, at least during the regular season, uh, with Jackson spreading the floor and Gobert down there under the rim. So, you know, those, those are some options, some ideas. But like I said hey, with they, Utah, they, they, they better trade I actually Gobert like before that. Mitchell.
0: If they, I, I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure. I think Memphis would probably still have to even throw in another first round or two first round picks in that hall. Uh, depending on how much they value Zaire. We haven't really seen enough of him, I think, to make a, yeah, a judgment yeah. at this point. But I do think he'll be a, a, a player. I think he'll be good. Uh, yeah. It's like I, I would buy into it, but I definitely understand You know, you can't really – potential is not always guaranteed you always want to go with the guy who's got the talent now uh, or at least that's yeah. how I see it um, and yeah I, I, I definitely don't mind that one and I think that the fit with uh, you know on Memphis would be good uh, like him and Jaron Jackson jr. together would probably have like that would break yeah, the all-time like yeah, yeah like uh, blocks per game for a team like that yeah that'd yeah. be insane uh, but yeah I, I, it'll be I think we got to wait to the draft once the draft's over that's when all these rumors yeah, yeah, then yeah. we'll start getting legit stuff um but uh yeah there's actually a couple ways we could go about this because uh, you had actually mentioned another guy here uh but you know what let's actually bypass both the ones i was gonna say and we'll just go to a different <laughs> one we're talking about trade rumors jordan and we were talking about uh one big man let's move on to another big man who i think is definitely uh the more attractive of the two for uh you know being uh Uh, bid on by uh, NBA GMs here and that's DeAndre Ayton uh, former first overall pick uh, first guy since Anthony Bennett to be drafted first overall and then not given a uh, a contract extension in his rookie deal Um and they ended up paying Landry Sham at like forty million that year too. (laughs) That's just to fucking show the real disrespect to Uh, DeAndre. But he played this year, he he worked his ass off. I thought he was at again, he was a borderline all-star, seventeen points, ten boards per game. Uh you know, he was a I think he shot like sixty five. Yeah, sixty five percent like he was a perfect third option for that team. Yep. Showed up, did his thing. Um, but obviously there's something going on with him in the front office, and now it looks like maybe him and Monty Williams as well. You know so that He only gets played uh, 17 minutes in that blowout, like awful, awful game against the Mavericks uh, in, in the NBA yeah. playoffs, the, the semifinals there. Uh, and then he Monty Williams just says, oh, it's an internal issue, or it's an internal yeah. matter. We don't need to talk to you about why we didn't play him. So yeah. I'm, I would be very shocked if he suits up for the Suns next season. I would be very, very surprised.
1: Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, but I, it, it's, it gets tricky, though, like when you look at different scenarios for him, because he's a... I believe he's a re- restricted free agent, right? Yeah, he's a restricted up, free so, agent. Yeah. So, you know, so teams will have to get an offer sheet out there, um, you know, signed, uh, or, you know, there could be some sort of sign-and-trade sign scenario, so it's, it's a little trickier to think about, you know, the, the landing spots for him, but... Um, I definitely think he's he's on his way out of uh, Phoenix. I think that's uh, uh, pretty freaking safe to say. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like that's even more of a sure thing than Gobert leaving Utah. Although I feel like both are, 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 are yeah, pretty no, I, I, I think
0: I think that's true. I, I think DeAndre more likely.
1: Yeah, yeah, just because I don't think yeah, I don't see how they can. You know, run it back uh, with this whole contract thing hanging over you know the the team's head this year, and how it culminated, like you said, with that that game and, and Monty Williams really kind of falling out of favor. The guy's addicted to video games, Matt. We see it a lot with the youth these days. It's <laughs> yep. uh, it's, it's yep. not good, and it, co- Anthony Davis. <laughs> it, it costs you money, kids. This is a you know a cautionary tale. It's uh, uh, how much? I, God, I, I can't even think of how much money uh, was left on the table for for DeAndre Ayton, but but uh, like. I, there's definitely like he, he, there's definitely teams that could really use him, but I, I don't know. Like I know the Raptors have you know uh, uh, there there are certain teams around the league like the Raptors, like Charlotte, who are just seem to be after any sort of quality so, starting center. Um yeah, but it's the, the, I don't know how the Raptors get there.
0: The betting odds right now, the Raptors aren't even listed in like the top like fifteen teams. Which is crazy because I feel not like surprised. they're the ones that I keep being linked, in rumors. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But I'm not I, the, I don't see how it happens.
0: The top two, uh, well, the clear cut number one to land them uh, Detroit Pistons, which would be a really good fit. Um, you know, put them next to Cade and then whoever they decide to draft at, I believe they have the third or fourth pick this year I think it's the fourth pick yeah. uh, So and, and there's going to be a hitter available at four, like, This seems like a pretty deep draft class, uh, but uh, you know they'll, they'll, they'll get a good pick there and then they have they, they have the most cap space right now in the NBA as well, uh, yeah. so a, a good fit there, uh, and then another team that's kind of getting linked there, but again, then I think you're going to have the same issue you had with uh, Sabonis and him, but uh, the Pacers uh, are looking at getting DeAndre Ayton and pairing him with Miles Turner and Halliburton. but I don't know. Then I guess then they're probably gonna trade Miles Turner, I would assume. Yeah. Like if they bring him yeah. in, then that's like the definite like we are getting rid of this guy as soon as he's healthy and we can clear him on waivers or whatever the hell the, the, the whole rule set there is about uh, how healthy guys have to be to be traded. Um yeah. but yeah I'm uh I, I do think the Raptors would be a good fit and I don't think that like it like they could they have a package. Like I think you could do some kind of an OG and an Obi uh, trade package to do it. And even yep. though that's obviously, I love OG and he's a great player. And, you know, maybe we'll talk about this again in the future, but like Deandre Aiden is a guy who is, he would make a huge difference on a team like Toronto.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Any team, any team that's like, I think Deandre Aiden's a perfect kind of like final puzzle piece for a team. Like I, 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 I would yeah. be, I would be weary even, you know, for Detroit and Indiana, like if you're counting too much on a guy like him, Uh, to make, you know, be a huge different maker all by himself. I think that's where you might get into a little bit of trouble. But, like, a team like Toronto that showed that they're perfectly competent without him and with a much worse, uh, you know, center rotation, I think throwing him in there, uh, you know, where he can kind of get rebounds, protect the rim a little bit, you know, run the floor, run the pick and roll, and just give the Raptors more size, more versatile size, what um, would be great? I feel the same way about a team like Charlotte, um, and you know, there, there's, there's, you know, for the Raptors, I, I just, I don't know if I would give up someone like OG for him. I, I don't know. I, it, that would be a tough decision for me. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate it, um, but. I him s- and Mikael s-
0: Bridges would be uh, disgusting to play against.
1: Oh man, it would it would be insane. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who what what wing in the league uh, would would be able to to break through that uh, that duo. But like, I, I don't know. For me, like as someone you know who obviously wants the Raptors to succeed, I still have questions about DeAndre Ayton though. Like, I still I still mm-hmm. think he's a great uh, no I mean, defense. He's still, yeah, so he's still so young, he's he's got so much room to improve, and he's shown great promise, he he really has, and I'm actually a fan of him, but like, this idea that a a lot of the stuff is still theoretical, like, is he going to try and be kind of more of like a stretch center, who's who's going to be able to hit mid-range jump shots and and hit some threes every once in a while, kind of like a a Jonas Valanciunas progression, Um, maybe, but I'm not convinced of that. The motor, I'm not convinced of either. Like, sometimes he just looks kind of, he just disappears out there and looks like he's not really trying that hard, which is a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it happens to young centers every now and then, but, you know, it, it kind of plagues guys uh, if, if they don't get over that. He should be a better rebounder at his size, just generally speaking. I, I think that's something also that will come. Like, all these things, he ca- I'm not saying he won't put it all together, but I'm I'm still just, I don't know, I'm a little we- weary. If I'm any of these teams uh, yeah. going too all in, for a guy like
0: that, I definitely I, again, as we said, I think he he'll never be the guy. Like if you're yeah. trading for him, you're you're picking him up to be a luxury kind of guy. Like yeah. I, I don't. Even as a second option, I think that's almost borderline. If you really want to, like, I'm talking about like a championship team. Like you can, you, you could probably make the playoffs as like an eight yeah. seed or something. Uh, with him even as your number one guy, depending on how you build your team. Yeah, maybe. But uh, I mean, there's an, I don't see him being a championship winning guy at this point in his career. I mean, we've seen him play really well, and like the again the NBA Finals, he uh, he broke a record yep, that yep. was set by Tim Duncan. Uh, so I mean, yep. if you're doing that on the biggest stage, like obviously you can play, and he's got the athleticism and the size to eventually put it together. But as you said we just got to see if he's going to put that work in because i think now playing behind chris paul as well it's hard to kind of gauge how good guys are because he makes yeah, them exactly. look so good yeah, especially yeah yeah especially centers uh as we've yep. seen in the past like uh and so I'm, I'm i'm looking forward to kind of seeing him move to this next chapter again we'll never know or at least we aren't going to know for now why you know things did kind of implode with him in phoenix because like i mean he has always had a big role there. Uh, they built a team that was ready to win with him being a huge part of it. Like, I don't know if he, like, I, I know they didn't want to pay him the max money that he could have gotten. And I yeah. think most teams in their situation probably would have done it just for the sake of doing it. When you know that you were kind of, you're going to compete for a championship, right? Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I and again he and he played well in the final, so I'm not sure where all that comes from. So for me, honestly, I'm kind of team. Uh, I'm kind of team Aiden on this one. Like I hope he gets out of there. He gets a, in a good situation. And yeah, he wins. Yeah, him to go somewhere. Even, else. Yeah. Uh, but but at the end of the day, it's like. This is going to have to be a sign-and-trade because I think the Suns are smart enough that they know that they can't just let him walk if a team does no. throw an offer sheet at him. I think they would match it and then hold on to him, and whether he declines to play or they just play him and then pay him, and then it's just kind of whatever, and water under the bridge, I guess, in a way. Uh, yeah. Then it is what it is, but he, uh, I, I, there's no way that they just let him go. I think it'll likely be a sign-and-trade because I don't think... It's e- Again, as I said, like the, the, right now the odds makers are saying it's going to go towards, uh, you know, uh, at a Detroit or Indiana, like a rebuilding franchise. But I, I honestly think more contenders should be reaching out to try and see if they can add that guy. Cause That's true. Center, we've seen center become kind of a, uh, you know, if you can have a dominant center, you can really win a, a couple series in the small ball era. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the finals being set with uh, teams that uh, didn't have, exactly have dominant big men yeah, uh, yeah. isn't Tells exactly a good, yeah. good thing to say. But, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're going to have to see because there's a, a lot of teams that are lacking big man depth and get eaten up down low. And, uh, you know, you might as well just get at least a 7-footer out there that can finish on both ends.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I like the fit. Like, D- Detroit and Indiana, it, it, it makes sense, generally speaking, like, t- to pair him either with Cade um, or with Halliburton. Like, I, I think I think that's at least something that was made clear, like you said, him playing with Chris Paul. He's going to be his most successful and look his best when he has a really, you know, a, a dynamic ball handler uh, and mm-hmm. a, a good point guard who, you know, makes good decisions and and uh, is probably kind of like the, the focal point of the offense. who has the ball in his hands a lot of the times, uh, you know, D- Aiton can be a great pick and roll partner, um, uh, you know, he sets good screens and and, you know, for him to develop that way with with a, a dominant kind of ball handler, I think that's that's the best way to go. Um, so yeah, I, I I wouldn't hate him for for either of those teams actually, and I, I agree with you. I, I just wanted to you know, clearly it kind of crashed and burned there in Phoenix. For me, if I'm if I'm Phoenix too, there's so many other other kind of things that I could get that I would value more than a DeAndre Ayton because mm-hmm. we saw Chris Paul can turn any center into a fucking All Star center like Bismack Biombo. They picked him up, yeah, uh, yeah, and, you know, yeah. he, he played great. Like, it, the the center, if you've got Chris Paul and, and, and Devin Booker, a kind of guard-heavy, uh, you know, team that, that, it, you know, it, it, these past few years and still going forward can uh, kind of squeeze the most that the, they can out of these cheap centers that you can find on the fringes, might as well just do that rather than pay any big money to Aiton. So, you know, at the end of the day, even this contract thing, like, I, I – I think I was on the record when we talked about it. I I, I would probably have paid him, but I understood the yeah, decision yeah. not to, um, because of that. Um, like there's just what we, we saw this year the, the the Suns are in need of more depth on the wings or, or like a, a more versatile mm-hmm. four rather than a center. So I'm I'm interested to see if they do give up Ayton who they bring back, um, you know, yeah. um, like James Jones has got is gonna have his hands full with that. But uh, there's there, there's definitely like if they can if it goes to Detroit like. Can can they get a Jeremy Grant back? Uh, I I don't know. I don't. I haven't looked at that exactly. I don't know if like the numbers would match up in terms of what you know Jeremy Grant should would be do. Pretty expecting, close. Expecting, but yeah. But yeah, like something like that. I think that'd be a great addition uh, for uh, for Phoenix. And even even if it was Miles Turner that went back to Phoenix uh, for Aiton, I think you know that that would be something they could try out. Uh, I I think. The fit might be slightly better uh, with Phoenix because he's, you know, Turner's a little bit older um, and uh, definitely a better defender and can spread it out a little bit uh, more than Aiton has proven he can. So we'll, we'll see, but yeah, I, I think it's better for everyone all around if if Aiton just uh, gets out of town, <laughs> starts yeah. over somewhere well, else. Uh,
0: we thought Kenny Atkinson was going to be getting out of town and starting oh, over uh, anew. He psyched uh, us. But yeah, he, he said, uh, oh, Bontrez is getting arrested. Miles Bridges <laughs> is trapping. Uh, LaMelo uh, is dating another porn star. I don't he know is? what's going on. Uh, I think that I've seen that he, Well, he was with uh, that Tiana Trump, uh, and then he was with somebody else. Uh, I I don't know that guy's. He lives a wild life, man. He's a <laughs> yes. mellow ball for God's sake. Uh, I mean, hell, and then P.J. Washington's got his baby mama drama. So I mean, you are gonna <laughs> leave it there. But uh, yeah, I guess that championship win uh, really turned the tides here, and uh, still coaching vacancy out there in Charlotte right now.
1: Yep, yep. Matt, you should throw your name in the ring for God's sake. I, mean, I
0: think so. I, why not? I could coach the Hornets. I man, You'd I think I be a, right in with I'd be I'd be. I would be a great coach for the the Hornets. I'd be like, hey guys. <laughs> uh everybody knows the toronto man's ball up rules when the spliff is ida uh and then they would all like oh yeah oh yeah this guy knows who's talking about it would be, it would be a good time man we would be uh we would be definitely like, like want most you'd want to see it we'd turn the ball over like crazy you know i love oh, yeah. my turnovers <laughs> but but when we when we do get our passes off they'd be exciting we'd make our shots we'd be slamming and we do only alley-oops uh, yes. When cutting to the rim, like it, it would no, be, it would be one of the Michael Jordan, best. Michael Jordan, crash and burn teams.
1: This is this is uh, music to Michael Jordan's ears, Matt. That, that mm-hmm, he, mm-hmm. he wants your leadership over there. But Michael, Mike, 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 listen. I know I'm a LeBron yeah. guy, man.
0: But if you yeah. hire me, uh, Michael, if, if you right. hire me, we can uh, we can change it all up, man. We can change this culture. I'll will become a Jordan guy for real. I'll I'll take a, I'll go buy some. Uh, I'll put on the Jordans that I own right now. I'll buy like another dead stock pair or something, yes. and it'll be good, man. We will be a we'll match me in heaven. It's
1: it's perfect. It's perfect. Uh, and you, uh, I think you're the opposite of Kenny Atkinson uh, in in every way. So it's uh, you know mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. they're gonna go. A I'm different not gonna back out, man. I I, never pull <laughs> yeah, out. I uh, yeah. What a what a crazy thing. Cause like normally these 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 things don't happen this way. Like normally, especially if it's like a Woj or or Shams bomb, it's not like they're, they they yeah, get these things yeah. wrong usually. Like um, I. I had he only verbally committed, I guess, that, that, that would have been it. Like, Because he was or,
0: still under contract with the war, Because the Warriors season was still going, right?
1: Right, right. So yeah. now he's
0: going back and he's staying. Because I guess the championship. You know, I would feel like if you were going to become a head coach, ending it off with a championship and know, being like, I'm, I am have this swagger now, I'm going to go yeah. and be the head coach and I'm going to show them I know what it takes to get there.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. I, I don't know what kind of swayed him to stay uh i i'm 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 not sure but um you know we we, we've still got a vacancy over there i'm i'm trying to i haven't really heard any rumblings about who now the front runner is like i haven't really heard have you heard anything i don't i haven't
0: heard much now since since then because i remember kenny atkinson was kind of being talked as like he he was a early front runner to get that job uh now, even though I don't think his names are ever brought up in in this scenario, just get Mike D'Antoni. I love Mike D'Antoni oh. teams, man. They're so fun to yeah. watch. Even like I, yeah. again, that that's kind of how I like. I would like to coach. Just fucking yeah. run the floor and shoot a ton of threes. Do just be crazy with it. And that's what his teams always are. Whether they crash or they burn or they're they're flying high, they're they're exciting. And I think that this Charlotte team is kind of a, in a good situation where you could run like a D'Antoni uh, offense.
1: Oh yeah. That actually now that you mentioned that, that is another name I heard. I think even when before it was announced who was gonna be you know, before it was announced that it would be Atkinson, I, I had heard Mike D'Antoni because you know, he he likes coaching the uh the the, the point guards who, who, you know, are are great passers and, and can mm-hmm. run high tempo offenses. You know, Steve Nash and, and a little bit. He James needs Harden. those young legs though. He does, he does. Um but, you know, I, I, I think that'd be smart. I mean, obviously, uh defense is what uh Charlotte, if they want to be a winning basketball club, needs to focus more on, but I don't know, maybe maybe just double down. You've got great athletes, you've got great yep. uh you know, people who can run the floor, shoot it a little bit, uh, and you've got, you a, got pl- a fairly plum young. Plum dog team.
0: millionaire.
1: You've got plum dog, but and maybe, you know, my, my trade idea goes through you've got Gobert to hold down the defense a little bit. Uh I I don't know, it's uh, I don't think that'd be a bad fit at all. So yeah, I'm I'm rooting for D'Antoni. I I like the league better when when Mike D'Antoni's a head coach. Is, is he still 100%. with the Nets right now? He, he was a no. You know, he he just right? did the
0: one season, I think, and then he oh, maybe okay, he no. saw the he probably saw the writing on the walls, smoke in the mirror, yeah. and he was like, okay, <laughs> screw this, man. I'm I'm getting out before uh, it goes to you know complete garbage, but uh you know we're we're going to we'll check out and we'll look into you know Kenny Atkinson where he's going to end up uh, sooner than later I mean obviously it looks like he's staying in Golden State uh yeah. but who knows how long maybe it's just one more year he wants to run it back uh okay. but you know we we're talking about drama in in Brooklyn Kyrie Irving he's back in it as always hey uh, he here can, we go just can't can't keep his nose out of this shit um but uh, here we are uh apparently him and uh, an impasse has been reached between Kyrie and the an Nets impact. uh an impasse so we'll, we'll see what he, he decides to do, because I believe it's that he has an option in his contract right now, so he can opt in or opt right. out. Uh, if he opts out, that would be absolutely insane. Uh, <laughs> I know that apparently, the, and this is again, always how it is, oh, a superstar is being uh, possibly made a free agent or made available. Uh, sources say that the Lakers and the Knicks are interested.
1: Yeah, Yep. Well, like what the well,
0: hell? Is, well, okay, like the Knicks could put up put together a trade package. They could probably land them, like a Julius Randle thrown in there. Uh you got some young like maybe like Emmanuel Quickly, like just some you got Mitchell Robinson you can sign and trade. Like there's a lot of guys you could throw over to Brooklyn to make it work. Who the hell are the Lakers yeah. going to give up to get Kyrie Irving, Russell Westbrook and like you know. a 2027 20, yes. first? Russell. Can you, you imagine, imagine if they did that? Kyrie and LeBron return, and then they make and Russ and Kevin. And Russ
1: and Katie? Are you kidding me? That's the thing I'm rooting <laughs> for the mean, most. If that happened, oh I would I I, I'd be, I would. I could die. That that like, that would be the most incredible scenario ever. This is what Kyrie tweeted. Have you seen this?
0: Yes. Yeah, I seen Jordan showing <laughs> me the gift that Kyrie. Yeah, everybody yeah. go
1: to a uh, a eleven uh, even. You know, uh, Kyrie on Twitter. He's. Uh, he always gives us little hints. He always drops. Uh, you know, it's always very cryptic. But, uh, yeah, my, my God. Like, I can't believe this is already happening again. What a the, – the, the Nets are just the, the gift that keeps on giving. Um, but, like, yeah. Oh, I,
0: my God, yeah. Because I,
1: I I heard the Kyrie Irving kind of t- t- people talking about, you know, fake trades for him. But I'm like, he's, he's not actually going anywhere, is he? And, and to, Like to your Spurs already, trade. Already. Yes. Well, my Spurs trade, that's still on the table. I still think, uh, like a lot of people do. Uh, you know, with, with Kyrie's, uh, you know, politics uh, and the way, way he likes to sometimes, I don't know, you could say talk out of the side of his mouth. Maybe Texas would be a great place for him. Florida, I don't know, one of the Florida teams. Him and Jonathan Isaac on the same team would be just chef's kiss. I think it would be great. <laughs> They'd go to the conventions together. It would be beautiful. Maybe maybe Orlando can, you know, swing for the fences for him. Well, uh,
0: the, the, the religious views might clash
1: maybe maybe uh but I think you know some of the uh, they, they'll get along in a weird way I just have a feeling um but uh I don't know uh like yeah the the, the Lakers thing it, it's impossible it, it, to me the, the, yeah. there's no no one the Nets would actually want uh to, to to get in exchange for him and even the Knicks like who who the hell w- would the Knicks give up RJ Barrett for Kyrie Irving I don't think so I, I if they did I they'd thinking. be
0: stupid but I can see yeah, the Knicks like, doing it because they are stupid
1: yeah well exactly but like I, I just don't see what what team really like pe- people like Stephen A. Smith all these people talking about Kyrie like going forward like I would only they're, they're like I would only ever give him a one-year contract at a time because you don't know what the hell this guy's gonna do I, like, I, I, I don't disagree with that
0: to be honest no I, I don't, I don't think that's that. a r-
1: ridiculous take so it's like what team now, like the, the, the fact that it's out that, that he's had an impasse with the Nets, like what team on God's earth is going to say, okay, I'm going to actually give up assets for Kyrie Irving? Like uh, the only team, the only team I could maybe see doing it because they, they know they'll have the money to recover and they've already kind of went all in anyway, so it doesn't matter, is the Clippers. Like, I could maybe see the yep. Clippers trying to something I think those were rumors together. at one point as well. Yes, yes, yes. I, and I've always thought, it, like, even over the past few years since since Paul George and, and Kawhi went to L.A., that they really need a, a point guard who can kind of bring those two guys together and settle everything down. That's why I I was kind of expecting them to trade for someone like a Kyle Lowry or so, somewhere in there to, to – just you got, it's kind of like the Boston problem. Where you've got these two wings that kind of you know play well together for sure, but you can really use a, a point guard to you know set the table and, and uh-huh. settle things down. Um, not that Kyrie is exactly that type of point guard, but uh, I don't know. I think that that would maybe be an okay fit because you know the. The defensive liability I think it would that work. Kyrie can sometimes be, you know, those those two guys are so yeah. good on the defensive end. Well, and Kawhi um, and Paul
0: George are good to work off-ball a lot of the times, yes, too. Yes, yes. So.
1: Yeah, they can both shoot it off-ball, so, like, and, and and when they are playmaking, you know, Paul George, the early part of this year, when he was that kind of MVP candidate this past season, he, he's great with the ball in his hands. You know, uh-huh. Kyrie can play a little bit off-ball. He, he did that with LeBron for many years. He's a good, you know, catch-and-shoot guy, so um i i wouldn't i wouldn't hate that for him but almost any other team in the league i'm like who who the hell is uh you know taking a chance on this guy i I don't think anybody
0: yeah yeah i i I agree uh it's yeah you you just don't know what you're gonna get
1: like a box of chocolates
0: man you don't know what you're gonna get with kyrie irving when it comes to the next season uh i mean obviously at least like the whole vaccine mandate craziness is done with we are we don't have to deal with that we'll see, for now yeah, i mean yeah. yeah fingers crossed um but and now it's just kind of like well what does he want to do because again like I, I i've fully like prepared myself that he's just gonna retire like mid-season like in the next yeah. two years like out of yeah. nowhere like he'll probably have like a 50 point game and be like i'm out and then just yeah. like he'll, he'll just like leave like, a note written and leave it in like a, in his stall i'm out and it's clear i it. won't say anything to anybody that's how he's yeah. quitting won't no. tell anyone he'll move into the woods or something uh <laughs> never hear from the guy again um uh, but yeah he uh yeah he's, he's again he's still top like you could argue top five point guard in the league uh definitely offensively remember the games he
1: had this year the the 50point game like like the the performances yeah. he had just this year um I mean Jalen Rose uh third team all NBA man that that's that's uh that's how good <laughs> yeah Kyler well was that was a little year. insane
0: yeah <laughs> Yeah, I got
1: hypnotized.
0: Uh, but yeah, he's a uh, he's an all NBA guy. Like he's he's ready and he's proven. Like he's we haven't seen him lead a team single handedly. So again, like a place like the Clippers where he could you know help them out down the line. Because I mean, there's not uh, yeah that that's kind of the, the two swords to that. So yeah, like obviously rebuilding team not going to be probably where he wants to be either. I wouldn't think at this point in no. his career. Um, but you know the other side of this uh, is your kind of you got you to really work out like what value you're going to get in return for this guy because he's already aging yeah. big contractor well it's going to be a, a big contract uh like how much are you willing to invest that he is going to make your team better and actually lead you to a chip because you know we we don't yeah. really know that personality wise he's going to mesh with everybody
1: yeah yeah no it's true i i would be yeah just completely shocked uh if any team Really goes out on a limb and you know gives up that much for him uh, and I, I, I don't know like it would have to be a team too that's just like a little bit desperate like it, it would have to be a team yeah, that's yeah. like fuck it we've got nothing else to lose like I've seen some people say maybe Miami um, so I guess uh you know however that would work out I guess Kyle Lowry would be going out uh, to, to, yeah. to Brooklyn which they would I just wouldn't... have to. Look... <laughs>
0: You have to make sure he's the second fiddle. He can't be the number one guy. He can't no. lead a team. we have seen it on Boston. He could never do it. He's not a number one guy. He's a number two. He's a yeah. really great second in command. He was perfect with LeBron, but he's not. He's never going to win a championship as the guy.
1: Yeah, and well, and another team I've heard was Dallas. Like prepare him with Luca.
0: That would be horrible. I don't train like rack that. Like, fucking have, train wreck.
1: I don't like that at all. I'd actually. rather I'd rather
0: Dinwiddie there still. To be yeah, honest. Yeah, Jesus
1: Christ. Yeah. Um, and like, there's just not that many other places that make sense like like yeah uh, I, I don't I, I don't know yeah w- we'll see i just don't I, I also that's i find that kind of vague that they're at an impasse like what exactly does that mean like i think it was shams that reported it uh you know on twitter um what 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 does that mean that that means he he, he doesn't want to work things out he just wants to go like I, it's going to become clear i guess you know as, as free agency goes on but man what a. I just can't believe there's there's more drama in Brooklyn. I mean, I can that maybe that's the most predictable thing that was gonna go on this summer, but it seems yeah. like wow, it's, Kevin it's Rant, really happening. Kevin Durant's
0: fighting for his fucking life on Twitter. <laughs> ben Simmons <laughs> yeah, right is. behind him. <laughs> uh, like it's it, they, they are oh they are they are God. so down bad. Like and maybe that's why Kyrie's like doing all this crazy shit. He's like, well, I don't deal with it because I don't use my social media only for when sure. I want to. True. So it's like he, he he's not he's not Kevin Durant replying to every single guy saying hey did you see the Warriors won without you yeah and yeah and yeah. you got swept by the team they they beat <laughs> uh it's. It's a bad look there in Brooklyn oh, no. overall, all around. Uh, and uh, Steve Nash is still the head coach, so everybody yeah, look forward to the, the Brooklyn Nets this season. It's oh, gonna Steve. be a fucking train wreck once again. Uh, though I'm sure once we get to our season preview, I'll be like, ah, you know what? We'll, you know, It'll we'll see amazing. if Kyrie's there. Who's there? i we'll be like, yeah, seven seed, six seed. Yeah. They'll they'll make a run. Uh, yeah. But uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll wait till the uh, the season, kind of the off season rather, unfolds here before we get into that. Uh, but. The 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 last thing we're going to get into is actually the only we talked a lot of the trade rumors. Let's talk about a trade that went down. The Dallas yeah. Mavericks trading uh, to acquire Christian Wood from the Rockets. Uh, nice pickup. Uh, I yes, I'm not sure how it's going to end up working out. I think Christian Wood is a really really underrated guy. Like I know people kind of like clown him for getting the big contract late in his career and everything. And uh, we there's always these question marks around his defense. Yeah, but his bit with this Mavericks team like he knows he's going to be Luca's sidekick. Like, he's he knows he's not going to be a number one guy. He knows he's going to be playing there as kind of a complimentary person. But having a scoring big man like him that doesn't need to be ball dominant, like, because that was yeah. the problem with Porzingis. He was too slow, took up too much space, and needed the ball yeah. in his hands. Wood, Wood's is going to be a good pick-and-roll option for him, especially if they want to bring back Jalen Brunson, and they're going to kind yeah. of lose a little bit of spacing and shooting with him still on the court. Then at least Christian Wood, you know, he has the three-point stroke. Like, I think that this could work out do i think it makes him a championship team hell no but i mean luca got pretty close to it uh hey, I, know, this year with a worse team so
1: i don't know i i i really like i'm really high on this this move for the mavericks because basically all they gave up was what was their pick the 26th pick that's 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 all they gave up uh they, yeah, they gave up so. the other players that really weren't even in their yeah, rotation. 26 yeah uh, you know uh, the, the the players were there to match the salary, and uh, a lot of people were saying on Twitter, "I agree." Like this, this was the market for for Christian Wood. That's all you had to give up. Like I thought he could. Well, that, we yeah, that, a like that, that guy. I, yeah, that was pretty ridiculous. My God,
0: yeah. I think there's a lot of teams that probably could have went after him if they knew that they could get him for Boban, Trey Burke, and Marquis Chris. Oh, and yeah. I mean, Brown, I mean, guys I'm, who literally I'm, don't play, literally don't I'm de- play.
1: I'm depressed that uh, Boban and Luca aren't on the same team anymore. Uh, there, there better be. Uh, we need Boban with another Slavic guy because that's uh, that's comedy uh, all season long. Uh,
0: no man, he was uh, him and Tobias Harris. Oh, I that's true. Him too. and
1: Toby were the yeah. The, the, that was the original. Um, he, he can make friends with anybody, right? But uh, um, John Wick, he's like. Um, I I think I remember saying it last uh, or you know before the season started. Like, what about a team like Phoenix using Christian Wood? Uh, I I I yeah. I think he'd be great there. There's there's a lot of teams that I would have expected to you know maybe be able to put together a, a slightly better package than that. But I mean, good for Dallas. That's I think that's an amazing pickup for them at virtually no risk. And if Christian Wood mm-hmm. doesn't work out, then you know that's fine. Maybe it is a little telling, though, that other teams weren't going after him and that Houston was, uh, you know, pretty ready to give him up. Although, you know, he, admittedly, he doesn't really fit the timeline of Houston, who yeah, are yeah, probably going It was a weird draft. signing
0: the whole time. It, and it, 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 was, it was, was the was same weird. thing with the Jeremy Grant thing, right? Like, it was a weird, yeah, yeah, exactly weird way that all ended yeah. up going down.
1: Yeah, So, and, and another guy who I expect to, you know, in Jeremy Grant, who I expect to be moved uh, pretty soon. I think that's pretty likely. Um, but... Uh, yeah, like Christian Wood, and, and you know the the Rockets too, and we'll we'll get to the draft conversation a little bit down the line, but they're they're about to draft another guy who plays Christian Wood's position more than likely, um, so uh-huh. they 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 really didn't need him so. Um, you know whether that 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 was part of the decision or if they were like oh this guy really he sucks in the locker room we really don't want him around i think that we're, we're gonna see in dallas because if it doesn't work in dallas like if it ends badly then i think that's pretty much it for christian wood he's, he's bounced around so many goddamn times like i didn't even realize how many different teams he's been on he's been in the league since 2016 yeah so I, I think a lot of those that. were
0: like Two week, ten day deal yes, kind of things true. at yeah. one point, but like, cause I I know he was a G League or like I think it was the Pistons where he finally kind of like got his guts some yes, play. Yes,
1: yes, yes, and and he was, and that's where he kind of earned his his reputation. And like, yeah, yeah. he's I think he's uh, of of all the teams to be on and all the like, uh, you know, players to play with. I think Luca and, and you know having him in Dallas is is really perfect. Like he's a, a guy yeah, with the yeah. size six ten. He, he has the skills to protect the rim at least a little bit, uh, and he's a better option to have than uh, Dwight Powell, my guy. Even though you know he's he's still there, and you know they're, they're very different types of, of centers. But the 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 main thing is that Kristenwood can shoot the ball. Like he he's a really good spot up shooter, and uh, I'm, I'm looking at his uh, three point percentage from last year. Like he was 39 percent last year, which is great for yeah, a guy. Yeah, you know he can. His, he, he can stroke that thing. Yeah, and you know he twenty one points per game in in twenty twenty one and, and yeah. eighteen points per game last year. Uh, decent rebounder, uh, averaged 10, 10 per game the last two seasons. So I think he's he's really you know as long as he fits in chemistry wise and and he likes his role in in, in Dallas and uh, he likes playing with Luca. I think the skill the skill aspect is is pretty damn perfect. So I I think it was a, a really really good pickup for Dallas mm-hmm. and um, I don't know like. Put, Put it this way: If Christian Wood was on Dallas this year, I think maybe they 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 have a significantly better chance of beating the Warriors and advancing to the finals. I still don't think he would have got them enough over the line. They still only won one game yeah, in that series, yeah. but but I think they're they're much better off. I think he provides a lot more versatility uh, offensively for them. So I uh, I really loved it for for Dallas. And yeah, he's well, still only 26. It feels like he's been around forever. He's he's only 26. He can you know if he works well with Luca, he he can you know he's he's smack dab in the middle of his prime, if not coming into his prime uh, physically. Yeah, so.
0: yeah. I still think that the the Mavericks have some like the team just has a weird feel still, and I, I yeah, still think still it's weird having. There. I still think it's weird having Brunson there, and it yeah, like, yeah, sounded like yeah. Mark Cuban is talking about re-signing him. Which again, I, I think, think they're there's they're way really better to. places you could spend your money. Yeah. uh like if you could save that money like i honestly think well i was gonna say i think the gobert move would actually make more sense but i just also think gobert and luca would be a train wreck because he's just so fucking slow yeah, uh, yeah like he'd be good to again set screens like that's kind of more what i'd see his value for a lot of these teams that he's rumored to go to is as like an offense that's just a screen setter yeah. uh because we've seen the him get played assist. off the floor so much at this point yeah. uh like yeah I, I his defense is great when he can actually play it but like in fourth quarters when teams decide in, to small on you then you're just in you're the playoffs screwed.
1: general you're generally well, you're, you're fucked
0: yeah and, that, and that's kind of the problem and like the the mavs don't have that backup center yet to, yeah. to kind of help them there either um so yeah i mean i, I think that Play style wise, though Christian Wood definitely fits the mold. I think Jason yeah. Kidd will have fun with him. Uh, again, another long, lanky guy uh, that he can throw out there, and again, space that floor and take quick shots. Uh, he's mobile, but again, they don't get any better defensively. And we've seen that you know they're ready and willing to get into shootouts, but if yeah. Luca's not hitting some of those shots, then they go down early, and then they just burn out. And that's kind of you know why uh, they lost to the, the the Warriors was they kept trying to shoot out with them and yep. you know, they had the better defensive unit uh, and then they had the scores on the other side as well, whereas they were all, their eggs were into one offensive basket. Uh, yep. Kind of like how we were talking about those Mike D'Antoni teams that always yeah, just yeah. would go all offense and then eventually crash when they met a team that was better doing two-way basketball because that's what you need to do. A the, the team will never win just doing one side of the ball and no. uh, that's kind of where we always get lost. Again, that's why like we all got hypnotized by the Nets this year. No one yep. wanted to talk about the fact that their defense was fucking horrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's it's gonna be one of those issues. And that's what it's gonna be like for the Mavericks too, because uh, obviously you know Dorian Finney Smith, uh, he's doing his thing. He's balling on a budget, but I mean like, is he really gonna win you a championship? I don't think so.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and they they extended him, I believe, this year or or uh, made at least plans to. I'm not sure, but like they they committed to him more long term. Um, and yeah, yeah, and I understand when your team like Dallas, you have to uh, who has you know a, a team that. Theoretically, should be like a place where free agents want to go, but it hasn't really panned out that way since since Mark yeah. Cuban's been the owner. Um, so you know you you have to pay guys like that, especially when you know they they work well in their role next to Luca. But yeah, it, it's you know you 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 really want more versatile two way guys uh, as much mm-hmm, as possible, mm-hmm. and guys who can do a lot of things. And I know the kind of three and D specialist is. Something people are after, but beyond those two skills, uh, Dorian Finney-Smith can't can't really do much. So, yeah, I I think signing Wood is a or trading for Wood is a step in the right direction, certainly for Dallas. And they they showed this year that clearly they're a better team than people gave them credit for, or maybe just that that Luca can get more out of people than than people initially thought. Um, but yeah, I yeah. I do still think, you know when it comes to the construction of their team, they're, they're not quite there as that top-tier contender um, because of all the questions. Like, like w- w- when Tim Hardaway Jr. comes back, how is he going to look? How is he going to fit in? You know, it, it, is Dinwiddie still going to be a big part of their team next year and, and for how long beyond that? And, and yeah, the Brunson question, um, I, I just think, you know, he th- there's there's someone else who won't demand so much money who can basically do the same thing. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, as him in kind of the limited minutes that he gets, uh, as that kind of main ball handler when when Luca's on the bench or or, or playing off ball or whatever it may be. Um, so I, I think, uh, yeah, I, I do really like the Christian Wood, Wood addition. Um, but they're you know, if I was them, I'd, I'd keep being aggressive to make some more moves. Uh, somehow uh, get some. I don't know. Just consolidate a little bit more i think like yeah, it, it, yeah. just just get yeah, whatever that means you know get i i think they still need uh more than anything just a more versatile wing player who can actually do some stuff like basically be dorian finney smith but with a bit more of an offensive bag um mm-hmm. you know can can you know go and get his own shot every once in a while i think that was another thing they were really missing so we'll see like that that kind of jeremy grant type something like that if they can go yeah, find yeah. that somehow they do, at least in theory, have the pieces to make another trade to get that. Um, I'm, I'm not sure how much cap room they have this year. Not a lot, if they do end up re-signing Brunson, that's for sure. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll I think see that's how, pretty what, much what their only move. They, even that's, yeah, that's their only point. play. Yeah. So so we'll see what they do. But yeah, uh, step in the right direction, but but not not quite contender status next year. Although I am really excited to watch Luca, uh, you know, exceed expectations once again because yeah. I think he's going to yeah. do that.
0: They still screwed themselves not waiting one more year to extend Luca. Yep. Uh, yep. Everyone forgets that they wait that one year. They signed him the extension this year. Uh, you know they have a yep. lot less problems. You'd have a better team going into the Western Conference Finals last year. Uh, but not to rub that yep. in the Mavs fans' faces because we like all our Mavs fans. And we know we got some listeners over there in uh, in the Texas area, especially in Dallas. In uh, Texas. So give us a follow at Big Dog Ball Talk. Matt Lake Jordan Flegel. We're looking for you. Rate us five stars, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're streaming them from. Spotify. We we, we love uh. Any of the, the, the followers that we can get from you guys, any of the comments, questions, whatever you want. Uh or yep. again just tell us you tell us you don't like the show. I don't care. Just, yeah, uh, you know, again, just give us a reason. Uh, let, it, let it help us out here. Uh, but uh, yeah, at Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, and uh, next time we're going to be talking to you guys, we'll be on Friday. We're going to be recapping the NBA draft. Uh, a lot That's of right. big names coming into this one, as we kind of uh, mentioned earlier in the show. Uh, I, I've done some uh, coverage of uh, the draft before, so I'm looking forward to, to this one as always. Uh, get my cheat yep. sheet out, and I really hit the books for five days beforehand because I just can never commit to watching all the uh, the prospect no. tape beforehand but uh, Jordan with our limited information at this point uh, number one who's going to uh, the uh, who's going the to the magic the magic I think
1: I think it'll be Chet I think it'll be yeah. Chet. yeah yeah uh, that's that's kind of what I'm seeing although I don't know man I, I it's been a while since the top three guys are all like in my mind so good but like in different ways and like they have different pros. Sure. Like yeah. they're all yeah. for all of the guys who are all, you know, the, the three of them are, you know, they're, they're big men. Uh, they're they're going to be playing either the four or the five, but I, you're, I, I, I can't remember a time when three guys playing virtually the same position are all kind of bringing different things to the table. Like Jabari with the shooting, uh, you know, the accuracy from out there and, and the size and kind of the, the versatile offensive game. Uh, but you know, not not much of a mid range presence. Uh, you know, the, the there's not a
0: defender either,
1: n- and and not a, not the defender that that Chet is. And you know, Chet's great at uh, you know defending the rim, but is that going to translate? And, and he can shoot threes, and you know, he's he's a great passer as well. He d- does all these things, but the the body is that going to translate to yeah, the NBA? I was gonna say, he, is he going to be he'll bullied? Get
0: killed? That's he'll the thing. Killed. Put him in a freaking mid-season game against DeMarcus Cousins, and he'll have like a <laughs> broken humorous within like a minute.
1: Well, I I I want to see him go up against uh, you know Joel Embiid uh, and, and and see oh, how God. he can handle it or or Jokic he'd, like would die he'd he die like so so that's what I want to see too. But you know his his upside is maybe the the, the best of all three of them, and then you know uh, Paolo like he's got kind of a little bit of everything, but he, he I I don't think he's excellent at really any one thing. He's he's definitely a more polished offensive player uh you know from the mid-range he's got all these little moves and he's really great but to me
0: he's like a better version of Blake Griffin when he came to the NBA and that's kind of what I compare him to because he's got a huge he's got bunnies he's got hops
1: man he does he does and and he can be a versatile defender too but you know maybe not quite the 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 rim protector you know that that Chet kind of projects to be so they're all very different and I I think that's really interesting and I think you know uh, just in terms of you know if I'm the Orlando Magic I think with with the other kind of big guys that you have, you, you still have Jonathan Isaac, and you've you've got Jalen Suggs, who's really familiar. I think they went to the same high school. Him and Chet uh, both went both, to Gonzaga, both Gonzaga, obviously. Yeah. Um. So I I think that's that's where you would go with. But I'm 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 telling you, Matt, I think Jaden Ivey going to be the best player in this draft. I fucking love Jaden Ivey. I think he's incredible, yeah, he's a beast. and I think yeah. he, his game is going to translate so well. I I made the comp before. It's not perfect, but. A kind of Drew Holiday-like guard who's even a little bit more athletic. He obviously hasn't shown those crazy defensive instincts, you know, to to be that Drew Holiday on the defensive end. But it just in terms of a kind of point guard, shooting guard combo guard with a lot of size, who's super athletic, um, I think he can be a uh a drew holiday with a better offensive bag which is a pretty damn good player i, I think that's what yeah, Jaden yeah. ivy is gonna to, be to me um, i see
0: him as like a taller john Morant. almost and yes
1: he's like a john moran in terms of you know the, the pressure he puts on the rim some of the dunks he had oh, in yeah. college at purdue were fucking insane so as much as i love those three big guys uh yeah i think chet's gonna be be the number one pick when it's all said and done i think uh i think ivy's gonna be the one we talk about in 10 years from this class
0: well, man, uh, I want to put you on big dog of the year watch uh, in the future for this guy. The, the my my kind of sleeper pick. He's still a top hey, ten Jimmy. prospect like Jaden uh, Jaden Ivey, but uh, Jalen Duran, big yeah. fan. Duran Duran baby. Duran. Uh, he's he's hungry like the wolf, man. Oh, I actually boy. think. And this is my crazy prediction. I do this every year. I always have one guy that yeah, like, I think is just going to be way better, and I have him like my top three, and I'm not budging. Yep. <laughs> I think the Thunder should take him at number two. Oh,
1: wow, 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 wow. I think
0: the Thunder should pair him up with SGA and Giddy. I think it would be a really, really good fit. Versatile guy. Great defense. They don't have any defense, especially on the interior right now. He'll speed up their rebuild so much faster. Uh, and then... You have that, that big there to build. You have your backcourt, and then yeah. all you need is to assign, like one more small forward or power forward. I know Lou Dort's kind of been on the trading block recently, uh, but I think Duran's going to be a, a a freak in the next couple of years. You know, six ten, really athletic, good NBA build already. I think, uh, and yeah, I, th- I think he'll he'll do really really well. That's another guy I think uh, not getting not getting nearly enough love. He'll be a big yeah, dog in the league.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll see, we'll see. I'm excited for this draft. This one seems very uh like. Uh, the the tiers in this draft seem way more like, it, it, I, think deep. like I, think I think it's deep. I think it's deep. One. It's deep not a, yeah,
0: a, it's not a deep center draft either. That's also why I'm hyping up my boy Duran Duran.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see Matt. We'll uh, and we'll we'll recap uh, every last thing. Uh, what 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 are the Raptors picking again uh, this year? I haven't checked. Is, thirty second. Thirty second. Let's go. We're gonna find someone Yeah, uh, I believe the it's thirty second, second round pick. Uh, you know, the, mm. of, of, of the entire always. draft as we often do. So I'm excited, baby. Alright, well, everybody,
0: thank you so much for listening to another episode of Big Dog Ball Talk. We'll be talking to you on Friday, uh, recapping the NBA draft in full, giving out our, uh, our our thoughts and breaking down the best and worst picks of the draft and uh, for Big Dog Ball Talk, it's Matt Eichhorn with Jordan Flegel and as my good friend Jordan always said.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've uh, I, I always say this. Uh, I've definitely uh, you know, super prepared for this one. Uh, you know, uh, way too cut, much. Cut, you say <laughs> um and cut the grass.
0: uh, Cut your grass, weed it even.
1: Weed it, uh, I I think just generally speaking, uh, and I'm I'm guilty of this, people wait too long, Uh, the the, the grass gets too long, go out there, it smells great, uh, and then it grows back even stronger Matt, so if you've got any uh, patches of of grass to go out and cut, just as as, as a nice kind of citizen of, of Toronto, what do you think?
0: hell no no No, uh the 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 nearest grass uh to us on the curb is just dying constantly because they don't maintain it at all and it won't that that, and i think that's like the only spot that anyone in like my condo buildings take their dogs to go pee so the grass just so it's like yeah they'll they have they have these signs up that are like oh you can't do that here and it's like well legally i can so we do so they don't get a lot at least you're It sucks, sucks, sucks to spend a thousand, uh, or it sucks to throw down, you know, a million on uh, a townhouse. Sure. And then you have, uh, that, that one blade of grass you, you get when it comes to it it's just dead right yeah. yeah, no,
1: well, at least you're not, I've, I've heard, i heard stories, some people in high rises just, uh, take their dogs out and li- they just pee in the, in the fucking hallways. And I'm glad you're not one of those people, man. Yeah, you're,
0: uh, uh, yeah, there's definitely some scum out there, uh, even in my building. One day we'll figure it out, man, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get rid of it.
1: Oh, uh, I'll come help you We'll, we'll, we'll find them And we'll uh, teach
0: them a lesson Shame Shame Bell Shame Bell